everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. Uh, Gordon, we're going to talk to Dennis Lindsay coming up here mo- uh, momentarily, Jazz Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations. Uh, eager to get not only his thoughts on the season just completed, which certainly was unique, but also going forward into what is certainly going to be a unique offseason. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to hear Dennis's observations of what he saw out of his team especially in the bubble, and maybe prior to. But, uh, you know, I'm sure he has – no one was paying keener attention to what was going on than he was. Well, certainly not. Um, Some uh, news coming out of the NBA today. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reporting the NBA is targeting November 18th as a new day for the 2020 draft. Um, uh, they're kind of slowly bumping back some of the dates they had originally planned, which is is not a big surprise at all, Gordon, as they kind of navigate through and they have to run these things by the players as well. They had initially set the beginning of December as the start date for next season. I would be shocked if that uh, indeed happened. Well, if you're going to have a draft on what? November what? Uh, November 18th. Uh, there's no way you could start the season that quickly. Uh, you know, I mean... You, you got to have camp, right? You got to. It's, yeah. I don't know. What would you uh, best guess as to when it'll start? I, Sometime in January. I don't think I could even give you uh, a best guess. They still have to negotiate um, when the start of free agency is expected. Yeah. I mean, since this falls outside of the CBA, regardless what happens with the CBA, I mean, they have to negotiate every little detail. I mean, or, it's, it's going to be tough. Well, remember, the uh, the finals won't be over until mid-October. Right. Yeah, I think, uh, what, October 12th? So what are you going to do, turn around and say, okay, camp starts next week, fellas? <laughs> Essentially, that, that we laugh. Yeah. But it might be something similar. I doubt that extreme, of course. But, I mean, it's, it's not going to be long. Because I'm sure they want to try and get back on schedule. Um, the Olympic Committee has already said the Olympics are going next year regardless. They're doing it. So I don't know if the NBA cares about getting their season over before the Olympics, but, I mean, there are certainly some players out there that want to represent their country, I'm sure. Are the Olympics scheduled for, what, July? End of July, right? Yeah. Early August, okay. end of July? Anyway, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, they just kicked it, uh, kicked the can down the road a year, so it's whenever they were supposed to be this year but next. So. Well, look, I don't have a big problem with what the NBA or anybody else is doing trying to deal with something that they've never had to deal with before. I mean, this is this is such an unusual circumstance that uh, nobody could have predicted, nor could anybody have prepared for it, I don't think. And like you said, there's no roadmap out there. Like, okay, this is what somebody else did before you. Yeah, or there's nothing, there's nothing about anybody said, this is what you should do. Because you don't know what, you, what best case scenario is in that regard. So kind of flying blind. All right, let's jump out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. He is the executive vice president of basketball operations for the Utah Jazz. He is Dennis Lindsay. Dennis, hello. How are you? Hanging in there, guys. How about yourself? Dennis, the first thing i got to ask you is 
you didn't have a tree blow over onto your house, did you? <laughs> no. Boy, yesterday uh, was was scary. I, I drove to the practice facility yesterday morning uh, fairly early, and uh, the drive was, was interesting. And then our, our Zions Bank basketball campus sign right by the highway was uh, already torn to shreds, and I was worried that our carport – uh, was the top was going to come off of it, and for a while there, uh, Gordon, I couldn't even get out of the car because the, wow. the the winds were coming from uh, east to, to to my west. So it was it was crazy for a few minutes there. But yeah, we're we're all good. I saw quite a few pictures of trees down, and hope everybody's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I lost a tree, Dennis, and still don't have power. So we're, we're Uh-oh. All, <laughs> we all are, are getting through this whole thing. So Yeah, well, not to, to trade uh, who's got it worse notes, uh, Jake, but not having power in Salt Lake City is a little bit different than not having power in Missouri County, Texas, you know, <laughs> after a, a hurricane and 93-degree heat and, yep. you know, 85% humidity and bugs and mosquitoes and snakes. It's just a whole different deal of what they're dealing with when, when power. All, all you have to do is kennel a fire, right? Yep, uh, <laughs> if that, just a couple extra blankets. And I, I did say on the show today I was going to work really hard not to complain because there are so many great people out there working to get things back uh, to normal after a, a crazy situation. So. Yeah, thank you. Thank the Lord for people that handle our infrastructure that many times that we take for granted, for sure. No doubt. Well, Dennis, uh, I'll ask you an open-ended question to begin with, and feel free to go wherever you want, but evaluate uh, your team now that this season has come to a conclusion. Well, just being a week out from Orlando, uh, it's hard still not to feel – you know, defeat coupled with disappointment all the way in your bones. Uh, you just you just feel it. It, it. it takes a while. You know, for a while there, I, I wasn't watching much of the rest of the playoffs. But um, a few days ago, I eventually had to get back to work, you know, relative to what what is surviving this deep into the playoffs and how teams are playing and matchups and the players and what coaches are doing and all that. So, um, but with that said, you know, uh, you know, look, we're, um, you know, we, we had a good year uh, uh, record wise, uh, obviously much more competitive in this playoffs as opposed to last. Um, you know, it was, it was an odd year guys is the best way to describe it. Uh, odd um, that, you know, we had these big streaks, five wins, five losses, five wins, you know, the 19 of 21 uh, addressed a few things, you know, most notably our bench scoring with, with Jordan. And, you know, that fit was better than anticipated. We, we knew that, you know, we were losing uh, significant defensive talent and depth. You know, I think there was a, a narrative last year that somehow the roster you know, was holding us back. And it was really a, a defensively talented roster. But as we were starting to meet some of the better offensive teams uh, later in the playoffs in Houston and Golden State, you know, we, we we met our maker there. So, you know, the fact that we did have the best shooting team in the league this year, uh, I think our offensive rating was number one in the bubble. Um, you know, it just wasn't – we didn't have enough – 
defensive integrity uh, enough. Now, we didn't fall off the cliff and rank in the bottom third, but depended upon the metrics. And when you look somewhere between ninth and 12th defensively. And so we've got to, you know, going forward, we got to figure out a way to internally improve that uh, with the players that will all uh, return. And I'm very confident that Quinn and his coaches, you know, are on that. Uh, I like some of the adjustments that we we made on both ends of the court inside the bubble, and then uh, and then obviously you know with draft um, free agency trade we've got to look at every available option to us that would add some defensive integrity. Hopefully, again, like I said earlier in the morning, that doesn't compromise the spacing. But um, you know, with that said, with the season being uneven. Um, it was really unprecedented us being at the center of the COVID-19 hiatus and uh, Mike Elliott and Quinn taking great leadership on the ground, giving, you know, uh, Adam Silver time to make a, you know, a fundamentally safe decision to shut down the league uh, based upon uh, medical advice. You know, I, I think, you know, I'm proud that we didn't take the court and, you know, infect other players or fans. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, Mike Elliott and his health performance group is being recognized for that, that it, the level of scrutiny, um, the severity of that situation. You know, uh, Rudy and I have had a few heartfelt uh, texts along with Donovan, you know, uh, you know, being the first two prominent athletes. And I, I do, I, 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 without being melodramatic, I think, Rudy's and Donovan's infection saved other infections. Um, it saved lives. Um, and I've never been more proud to be part of the league. Uh, the league used science uh, to bring us back to a bubble, evidence-based medicine, best practices. Um, you know, I, I think it's what strong leadership looks like in Adam Silver and all of his lieutenants um, uh, with the NBA. And then, obviously, you know, couple that with the social justice message that our team has had, that Quinn and Donovan uh, have led. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a great time to be uh, part of the NBA, and specifically with the Jazz. So, uh, you know, there's things that we definitely need to do to look to get better, but there is a sense of pride and accomplishment on, and especially off the court. Dennis, you've always, i got to give you credit, you've always said that you want to contend for a title. You haven't ducked away from that. And I think that's still your your number one goal. Uh, after after leading that series against Denver 3-1 and then not being able to close out, that's the bad news. The good news is that you seem to have a superstar on this team. That, and it seems like from your standpoint, that's the hardest thing to get your hands on, Some a superstar. Is Donovan Mitchell that superstar, and how close are you between where you are now and where you are accomplishing that goal now that you have that kind of player? Yeah, I would say we have two really core franchise, however you want to describe it, all-stars, all-NBA team, one that provides defensive backbone and offensive efficiency in Rudy, and one and Donovan that provides uh, a dynamic offensive talent that is, you know, a really, really hard worker and 
you know, some of the numbers that he and Jamal Murray hit uh, were precedent setting, even in the, uh, the game one loss, you know, Donovan hitting 57 and more so uh, Gordon than the points uh, was the way he did it. He did it one unselfishly two he did it fundamentally sound uh, a big marker of Donovan and him shooting, especially shooting off the dribble. It's his balance going into shots. And I just felt like um, all the work that he and the coaches had put in, you could tell that he got away, reflected, came back to the Salt Lake City bubble. And you could tell there was uh, a level of discipline that he hadn't touched before. And so you start coupling experience with, you know, I, I thought that he was very unselfish. He found Rudy on lobs. Uh, their chemistry and connection were very good. And then, uh, again, you add a little bit of discipline, experience. He'd seen rotations before. You know, those were remarkable performances. And not only in usage, we needed his usage, Gordon, to, to hit kind of hardened levels, frankly, because Boyan was gone. And, you know, Mike uh, and Mary had had their baby and he missed the first two games. So that was a little bit out of necessity. But uh, obviously, you know, he at least, you know, with that level of usage that he didn't break down from a fatigue standpoint or a fundamental standpoint or a coverage that, you know, he just couldn't deal with. It's where, you know, some talent. Uh, coupled with a lot of hard work. You know, I was very impressed with Rudy's uh, approach uh, with uh, the coaches, his teammates, the officials. Um, you know, really, he, he showed it, showed added maturity, and uh, that was noted uh, as well. And, and so, yeah, we've got other good players that are, you know, can shoot the ball, that are serious professionals. I think we understand you know, what fits those guys, whether it be Joe Engel connecting actions or George Niang's quick shooting or Mike Conley. I thought uh, Quinn and the coaches adjusted really well to some spots that Mike's uh, strong at on the floor and also playing earlier in the clock, you know, shooting more threes with the shooting. Even though we lost Boyan, we, we still shot a lot of threes and shot 42% inside the bubble. So while it really steams, and I can honestly say there's um, nobody satisfied with the result, there's there's a lot of good things that we could pull. Juwan Morgan came in in an emergency situation, and it's clear to us that when we inserted him with the starters that he made our lineup bigger, uh, tougher, smarter defensively. And for a young, uh, undrafted player to – uh, to make his mark those first two games like he did uh, and really allowed, if you go and look at his plus-minus score and allowed the team to function at a high level, there's some go forward there. Uh, we learned a few things about some of our other younger players uh, in the seeding game. So, um, you know, no, uh, no shame in the effort that we put, uh, our fight back that game seven, obviously nothing went right the first half and, a team with lesser character would have folded up shop and went home and they fought back and took the lead. And then it was a possession game and uh, possession games by definition, you know, there's a 50, 50 
bet that comes with that inside of elimination play. And we were on the wrong end of that. And we have to own it 100%. Dennis, uh, I, don't, I guess it's kind of a ticklish uh, situation, but when will you proceed with your negotiation with uh, Donovan Mitchell? Has that been taking place and with Rudy Gobert as far as what the future holds with those two core players you described? Yeah, sir. And I, I got the same question this morning on uh, Justin and my uh, Zoom availability uh, with local national me- media court. And as per NBA rules, I can't comment. Uh, on future negotiations. And the other thing that goes along with that, we don't have cap guidance. We've got to get through the rest of the bubble playoffs or get the accountants to true up those numbers, see what financials uh, we have, see what the league and the Players Association agree to. With that said, and I've said this before, you know, we're looking for players actively with the physical talent and the competitive makeup and the character of Rudy and Donovan. Um, So by definition, we're going to want to keep those type of players uh, in the fold. Uh, Quinn's number one goal, and I wholeheartedly agreed, and uh, beyond playing and what we did strategy-wise and, you know, and reducing rotations and all those things. Number one goal was to reconnect the group. You know, so much had happened to our team in particular uh, because of COVID-19 and because of uh, social justice. And it was just good to get uh, the group back together and and work and sweat and together and, and, you know, have a common goal and, um, you know, with that said, you, you saw the comments from all the players about how positive they were relative to our direction. And while we lost that series, you know, we're, you know, we're, we have some resolve to, to improve our group internally and externally moving forward. There's so much to talk about, Dennis. I'm just wondering if maybe Jake and I could invite ourselves over to your backyard to have a barbecue and maybe talk about some of these. Things. We've got yeah. thoughts. We've got thoughts, oh, Dennis. Only if you uh, bring the barbecue and, and the cold <laughs> beer, Gordon. I don't know if you if you drink beer, but if you don't and you bring a 12-pack, I'll drink 12 and you can have zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dennis, thank you for jumping on with us. And, and congratulations uh, to you, your staff, basketball operations, everybody over there. Truly a unique situation, and the restart we know couldn't have been easy. So uh, give yeah. a, give everybody an attaboy for us, will you? Yeah, thank you. We had a, You guys had a lot of stories and unique stories to write about us this year and and uh, we appreciate you guys paying attention and the support and uh, we'll get back to work here real soon thanks dennis appreciate it thank you guys that's uh, dennis Lindsay, executive vice president of basketball operations for the utah jazz yeah and jake he said uh, he said that they wanted to take care of that defense uh i got that message loud and clear you yeah, yeah, I, I think you know you you heard him talking about uh, um, you know taking in what happened and reviewing it and and figuring out how you can get better and you know I don't think you could have watched the playoffs and really the restart in general and not think that the team did take a step back defensively and they need some help against the modern NBA where you know these wing players and guards are unbelievably good and you've got to have somebody that stays in front of them. 
Yeah, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. The tough part comes, the devil in the details, of course, is working out who you can bring in, how you can get those players, how they're going to fit together. And that's where Dennis and uh, Justin, they earn their money. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. All right, we'll get to more coming up right around the corner. We'll get to a little drop of the day. Sounds various clips, perhaps, uh, right around the corner. But we do want to remind you about our friends at Zions Bank. And uh, Zions Bank is proud of their team for a bank that's always on your court. Zions Bank is for you. And uh, take note, Jazz fans, you can earn cash back on everyday purchases with a Zions Bank credit card for a game changer in credit card rewards. Zions Bank is for you. All right, more Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.